0: Do us some theme music really
1: quick.
0: (laughs) Welcome to the Out Loud and Awkward podcast where one grown man sits in his own basement and talks about everything that he loves. I am your host, Richard, and tonight with me I have a special guest. This is where you say your name. You do this every time. (laughs) I thought you were going to like. Say it? No. I need yeah. you to You had to say it That's a good part of it. Actually I do I, sa- I said Collins last time So I guess I could have said yours But it's fine Everything's fine Okay Jeez Um <coughs> So You know how we start You don't listen to this podcast very often
1: Say <laughs> that like I don't support you
0: No you download the episodes At least
1: And usually I can hear you from
0: upstairs so like I I I, you, you get the you get the behind the scenes access. Uh, gotcha. Uh, but we normally talk about what we've been up to for the week, what we've been watching, reading, stuff like that. So, for me, geez louise, that the dog will not just sit so down. Uh, I know for me, I've been watching a lot of different stuff because I've been on the new bi-weekly schedule now. I've done and watched a lot of different things. So, obviously, reading-wise, I've still been keeping up on... Uh, One Piece, uh, Black Clover, My Hero, Spy Family, all that kind of stuff. Uh, But besides that, I've been watching uh, Blue Lock, which is a sports anime. It's uh, soccer in Japan, and they're basically trying to find the top five strikers to be a part of the World Cup team, to basically be the face of Japan. And... They, they, like, get locked into this big tournament type of thing. It's, like, the top, like, 100 players, like, strikers or something like that. And they're trying to narrow it down to, like, the best that there could be. So then finally Japan can take home the World Cup. And it's really interesting to watch. It reminds me a lot of uh, Haiku. Haiku, if anybody has watched that that listens to this. And, like, just the how intense some of the, like, games get. Like, they get so serious when they're, like, losing and, like, they know they have to win it. And it, it's so interesting to watch. The animation looks crazy. Like, the art style is really nice. Uh, the other show I've been watching is Vinland Saga, which is on Netflix in the U.S. And it's based in, like, the early was it? It's like early 1000 AD, something like that. It's, it's, it follows like the Vikings and it follows, uh, this kid named Thorfinn and his dad who was Thor's and Thor's was like the best Viking warrior that there was at one point in time. And Thorfinn, I'm not trying to spoil anything, but like he ends up having to follow this guy around and like it follows him throughout this first arc, which is called the War Arc, which is the entire first season. And I'm not going to lie, I watched the first episode a total of four times because I kept starting it and then I'd go, I'm not into this and I turned it off and then I would have nothing else to watch, so I'd go back, start it again. And then would fall back off. And eventually I I got to the point where I had nothing else to really turn to. Because I was basically caught up on everything that I really wanted to watch. That I went, you know what, I'm just going to sit through the first episode and just get through it. So I sit through the first episode, get through it. And every episode after the first episode has been one of the better animes that I've watched. The fight scenes are amazing. The art style is really good. And it just is very appealing. It's like newer art style anime. And <clears throat> the story is very interesting to me. But at the same time, it feels like it can kind of go back and forth. Like, I'm. From what I've heard, is the next arc that they're supposed to be getting into with the second season is not as good as the war arc, which is the first one. And so I'm kind of scared I'm not going to like it <laughs> after this first season. But I'm still probably going to keep up with it, just not watching it as much as I have been. And I'm actually like, I think I have like. I think I'm on episode 20, and there's 24 episodes, and I've watched it basically the last two, three days or something. So I've I've sped through it pretty fast. But I can normally watch that kind of stuff easily. Uh, Other than that, oh, we've been watching. This is a thing that you can say that you watched, which is The Last of Us. We've been watching the new Last of Us TV show uh, that is on HBO Max. At least in the U.S., I think it might be on Stars and like other countries. I'm not really sure, but in the U.S. and it's based off the Naughty Dog video game, The Last of Us. And I remember going into this, and you watched me play the game, so you kind of knew certain like plot details that like unfolded. I watched
1: you play it, and I remember that I would get upset because like if you played it without me there to watch it, because like I wanted to watch the story. I don't like. I'm not a video game person, that's not something I enjoy doing, but I like to watch you play that particular game, I guess, so I was excited that yeah. now I can watch the show and not have to...
0: You know you can speak up, right?
1: I feel like I'm talking really loud.
0: You know, like coming through super soft. Maybe it's... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> try it now. Is that better? Oh my god, that is so much better. <laughs> you weren't plugged in. Oh, wow. That makes me... Wow. So... I hope you know that you feel loved. Okay, I feel really loved. But you can re-say what you were saying. What I was saying was,
1: I enjoyed watching you play the game. But
0: you didn't want to play it yourself, no. yeah? Cause so, like, now that games, it's a show, it's like you can enjoy. That's exactly it. what I wanted out of it because yes. I like I really liked the
1: story, but I had <coughs> zero intention of playing it.
0: And without like spoiling anything about it, the like way this sh- like this show is obviously going to go. It will, as of right now, it's basically followed. The video game pretty much point for point for the most part, and the only things that have been added have only helped in crafting the world of The Last of Us. That it just gave us like more background on that the- nobody really knew. Yeah. And so, like, I love that they've been, especially like these early on one shots that they've been adding. Like, it adds so much detail to this world that like most people even like in the video and they didn't explain some of that stuff and so like seeing it like now it's like adding all of this detail and I'm just like this is amazing and like just Pedro Pascal as Joel is he's really good like you can definitely tell that he still kind of has like that Mando from Star Wars like because he, he's the Mandalorian and like he does like certain stances and I'm just like that's the Mandalorian because like he just still kind of has that because he just record or just like at the time that I think he was doing The Last of Us he had finished season three of Mandalorian and so you can kind of still see it but I love him as Joel in this story and pretty soon we're going to be meeting Bill and Frank which Frank I don't think was in the game but Bill was and Bill is a very (laughs) unique character that you end up meeting in the game and I loved him and I can't wait to see because there's a boss fight in the game, when you meet Bill, like it's in like a school setting, and it, I can't wait to see what that like zombified clicker looks like. And that's the other thing is the makeup department that like it looks super cool for the clickers. It's they giving me look like amazing.
1: Like it looks really similar to me that uh, like the Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Like it, the, like just like the art style looks super similar. I don't know who worked on either one yeah. of them, but like it looks really similar to me
0: uh i think the only thing that i've seen so far that i was like that they kind of added that i was like i don't really i didn't care for it too much and it was it added some but i didn't care for it all that much was the when tess in the second episode this is a spoiler if you don't wanna but in the second episode tess near the end ends up dying and she's like the zombie like comes up to her then like kisses her on the mouth and the bacteria like goes from his mouth to hers and I was like that's weird it, it just felt creepy to me and like kind of took me out of the show I for felt a minute, like it but. was
1: kind of I didn't love it like yeah. it was weird to watch but I felt I took it as which granted I don't remember all of the games so I mean, this might be totally wrong but I took it as like kind of a reminder that these zombie things weren't necessarily trying to kill people but they were trying to take make over more, they like, were just trying to take so over so I think that, yeah. that I felt like that was the intention was they were trying to show you that did zombies intention wasn't to kill, kill other people like they, they wanted to yeah. make more kind of thing that's how i took it but i don't know <clears throat> if that's so i felt like that was almost needed to show that
0: yeah no i get what you're saying hold on i was trying to pick up stuff um but yeah no i've been really enjoying the last of us and like what it's doing and it's so accurate to what the video games were and I know a lot of people say, like, the only good, like, anime or video game adaptation to, like, a, like at least movie. This is obviously a TV show they can do. They can make the episodes feel more like the game than a movie could. And <clears throat> I think a lot of people have said, like, the only movie, like, video game to movie that, like, has really worked was, like, the Prince of Persia movie with, um, oh, what is his name? He played Mysterio in Far From Home. You don't like him. Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal. I think he was in that movie. I can't remember. But a lot of people love that one, and I like it, but I think so far this has been my favorite like video game adaptation. And obviously it's not like a movie. It, it is a TV show, so they have a little bit more leniency, and they can craft and dive into episodes a little bit more than what they could for like a two-hour movie. Because so, this is basically one or eight... Like one-hour movies. Oh, so. there's only going to be eight of them. I think there's eight or nine episodes, them. and then they're. I don't think they're going to do the whole game in all eight episodes. I think the next season is going to continue. Oh, okay, and like, gotcha, gotcha. I think they're just breaking it down. I kind of
1: into... like that. <clears throat> like they're not so, rushing it.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing I like is they kind of have they can take their time a little bit more with it. Um, is there anything else that you've been watching or reading or?
1: I mean, I read, but I don't think that it's anything that.
0: Most people want some people might want to hear what you read. I mean, though they're like the spicier kind, but it's spicy that's what they're you call romance. it. Romance, okay. I'm sorry. Well, I just I'm sorry that reading. Barnes and Noble has it says, has spicy a sign talk. That says spicy talk on it. I think
1: that's just because that's how they get popular. But I did recently just finish Things We Never Got Over, which has a second book coming out next month, and I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was just a romance, like see Christian like small town that, romance. Christian might find that
0: interesting. It he was likes really those sweet. Kind of stuff.
1: I liked it a lot. So,
0: um, but I think we're gonna go ahead and dive into the the meat of the the episode. That's what I say every time. I think that's just my new thing. I don't know why. It Honestly, my book do. was
1: a perfect segue.
0: Honestly, it is because we're talking about, especially for Valentine's Day coming up. About the time this episode will come out, it'll be I think two more weeks until Valentine's Day. And so, uh, this is the Valentine's Day episode, I guess you could say. Um, uh, but we're doing rom coms, and I'm not a huge fan of rom coms. So, like, these are really the only one, like, the movies that I picked are really the ones that I can honestly sit down and rewatch over and over again. I, I like think either find. one of us
1: are super rom com, like I like them.
0: You like them more than I do, but like, but I'm not a huge fan of like I I like the mo- ones that are more comedy than romantic yeah. versus the just ones not that are more romantic than comedy
1: when a lot of ironic for what you more. do but i'm not a movie person so <laughs>
0: yeah i know i know you're not um but i think we're gonna go ahead and get into it and uh, i'm gonna start us off all right so for my first movie sorry i didn't have it pulled up uh i want to talk about uh this is one that it's, it came out 2008 and it's one that. I mean, I only watched it because I'm pretty sure this was after his time on How I Met Your Mother. Now, I only picked it because I love Jason Segel so much, uh, but it's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, it's, I can't, so it, it basically follows this guy, Jason Segel, but he plays Peter and he dates this girl named Sarah Marshall who is on this crime TV show, and he writes the music for this TV show. Like, he's always wanted to be this big musician, but uh, she basically got him a job to write, like, suspenseful music on the show, like he's a piano player. And she ends up, I don't, it's never really said that she cheated on him, but she leaves him for another guy. Um, and then, like, he is trying, like, he's doing all these different things to try to get her off of his mind, but he can't do it like he, he just keeps thinking about her all the time and like he's struggling with it and so then he goes on vacation to Hawaii to this resort that she's brought up once or twice and he just goes there to try to get away well it turns out that she's also at the same exact resort with the guy that she left him for and it it, it has a stellar cast so that was the other reason I loved it is because it not only had Jason Siegel it had Kristen Bell who plays Anna in Frozen? I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has Mila Kunis, uh, it has Paul Rudd, it has Russell Brand, who he used to act a lot and he was a comedian. Uh, he's a British guy, but in this, he's the one that dates uh, Sarah Marshall, and Kristen Bell plays Sarah Marshall. Okay, and uh, it has John or Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill, uh, Bill Hader. It has a couple of other people, too. I can't... Who else does it have? Hold on. I have it, like, pulled up. I'm trying to, like... Because it was stacked. Jason Bateman, William Baldwin. Like, it It was a stellar cast. And I remember loving it when I first watched it. It's just so funny. And it cracks me up because, like, Jason Siegel's going through, like, all this crap. And, like, he's just trying to get away and have a good time. And, like, Bill Hader plays his brother... And, like, he constantly, like, tries to, like, lift him up and make him feel better. And then at the same time, he just makes fun of him a lot, too. And it was cracking me up because, like, they go to Hawaii and Bill Hader, like, starts doing his Bill Hader stuff. Like, where he just is cracking jokes. And, like, it's a very, like, and I don't know if, like, the people of Hawaii, like, like this movie or not because it makes fun of Hawaiian culture kind of bad in some instance at least Bill Hader's character does but he does it in a fact that like he just has no idea what Hawaiian culture is and then there's like Hawaiian people in the movie and like they're like the nicest people ever in the movie but Jason Siegel is hilarious and this is one of the first movies I think I saw with him after watching him on How I Met Your Mother and like he does a tremendous job. He cracks me up every scene that he's in and he does I don't I, I don't know how else to explain it. But he uh obviously is going gone to this resort to get away from Sarah Marshall to try to forget her and <clears throat> she ends up being there as well. So then the bellhop, the or the front desk lady who is played by Ma- 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 Malia Cunes yep. uh Mila Kunet, sorry, uh, which she's Rachel, and I'll get. It. I'm not going to spoil too much, but she ends up helping him get a room and everything, and she eventually is, like, the one that kind of helps him get over Sarah Marshall, and, like, near the end, which, I mean, this is going to be a big spoiler, I guess, for if you haven't seen it, but... Um, in the end, like, Sarah is like, Well, I actually love you. I wanna get back with you and Jason Siegel's character kinda struggles for a minute to decide if he wants to get back with her because he does love her, but he's gotten over her now. And so then he leaves her and he goes to be with Rachel, which is the bell lady, and I just think that was it it's such a I mean, it's a cute movie, but I thought it was one of the funniest movies like when I first watched it because I just loved him as Marshall in How I Met Your Mother and I think he did a tremendous job in this movie. I think if you haven't watched it, you should definitely try to find it somewhere and give it a shot and watch it because I thought it was great. great. I thought it cracked me up from like start to finish. It's very raunchy at some times, but like it kind of plays to that like where it means to kind of be like that sometimes and so especially like uh, Russell Brand like he's just like he's like this musician like this star singer but he like sings a song at one point and it's like can't wait to be inside of you and like he's like singing it on stage to Sarah Marshall and like doing all these weird pelvic thrust things so it's like it gets super raunchy at times and I just think it's hilarious cause I'm like it just plays to that. It's like, it. I don't know. I just thought it was hilarious. I thought it was really good. I thought it did a good job. And it's definitely one that I could go back and rewatch and still get good laughs from it, from like all of the cast members in the movie. <coughs> but definitely enjoy that one.
1: Well, my first, actually all of mine, let's be real, are more on the romance side than the comedy side, but yeah. they still have the comedy in them. But my like favorite overall rom-com ever is, uh, Life As We Know It, which is, like, super cute, very stereotypical, like, enemies to lovers type whatever. Yeah. And basically the plot is that you have these, this married couple that, um, the girl's best friend and the guy's best friend are, like, single. They don't, they're not with anybody. And they, like, at the beginning try to set them up together. Like, the married couple tries to set their friends up on a blind date, and it goes, like, horribly wrong. Like, they are not fit for each other. It was just a really bad first date. So, you kind of have this whole, like, montage of them being friends and, um, like, their friends hating each other. Like, the guy and the girl never want to be together, and, like, they're always kind of, like, bickering and fighting, like, brothers and sisters. But then the married couple um, has a baby, and, like, they're, they're always together for this baby because... They love they're, this kid. Yeah. And, but then the married couple dies in a car accident. And little, like, what they, this these two people didn't know is that they are both listed as this child's godparents. So now they have to figure out how they're going to raise this kid together. Um, probably legally wouldn't work out like that in the real world, but whatever. Yeah. But they move into their friend's house and live together in order to, like, raise this baby. And, like, through all of this stuff, they end up, like, splitting up. And, like, no, we'll just 50 50 raise do this. a kid yeah. and we're not going to be together and then eventually they do get together <laughs> but it's just so cute and I always forget the name of this movie for whatever reason and I always have to search it by like describing one scene and it's the, I tell you about it all the time where the little girl starts walking oh yeah and, and then <laughs> the, but the girl is in the bathtub and the guy, guy is like oh my gosh like I don't want her to take her first steps without the girl seeing her so he like pushes the baby down <laughs> and the baby starts crying and they're like oh my gosh he dramatized her she's never going to walk again but Yeah, I remember you telling me that. (coughs) Just a real like classic enemies to lovers situation,
0: and I I love it. Is that all you have to say about it? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't. This is one that I haven't watched, but you always bring it up. I haven't watched it yet. It's my comfort movie. Like I watch it all the time. You know, I just thought of one that I don't know if it's on your list or not. Um, But the was it the playbook silver linings playbook
1: oh yeah no, that's, not that's on my list, one that like that you movie.
0: made me watch that this isn't on weird. my list but like it's I one that you made been me... considered a romance if i'm being honest because it's it like not? super weird
1: it's got jennifer lawrence in it yeah and,
0: and bradley cooper and it deals with it. <clears> like, like a... trauma like mental yeah. trauma and super good movie i thought it might be a rom-com, but it might not it, it may not funny. be but it's one that you made me watch and i enjoyed it so i i just thought about that i far surprised she doesn't have that um My next one is uh, a movie called Love Hard. It's a Netflix original. Um, It stars. It came out in two thousand one. It's like a Christmas movie. Two thousand one or twenty twenty one. There you go. Sorry about that. It stars Nina Dobrev. I don't know if that's how I pronounce her name, and then Jimmy O Yang, and they basically play these lovers who met via a dating website it's like a catfish yeah it's pretty situation. much a catfish situation because she lives in la and <clears throat> basically helps this like company writing blogs or something i can't remember exactly and and she's talking to this guy and she's loving talking to this guy this, he's like awesome and like he sends her all these pictures and everything like that and so she then flies to, I don't know where he lives in the movie, but it's, it's like across the country, like yeah, she it's, a it's long pretty way. far. And like, he she goes there to surprise him for Christmas. Well, it turns out that the guy that she thought she was talking to was not the same dude. All the stuff, like the interaction that they had between each other, was like based on this guy, but the pictures were a different guy,
1: yeah. and he doesn't like his job wasn't the same, and
0: he like in real life lived with his parents and yeah like he like lived with his yeah. parents like in a basement and he was like really making himself
1: out to be some kind of something that cool he wasn't yeah and definitely
0: <clears throat> and <clears throat> it's like super cute obviously it starts out and you're like wow this guy i yeah. can't believe he would do that but then like as she's there like she meets the guy who's in the photos and so now to like because the family knows she's there and they knew that he was talking to her They have to fake this relationship, at least through Christmas, until she can leave again. But while she's there, he's going to try to help her, like Jimmy Yang's character, who is Josh. Josh is going to try to help her get together with the guy in the photos. yeah, The real guy. Yeah, the real guy. And then like it starts going and like they start getting this like connection going and it's super cute it's a, it's a christmas movie and it's called love hard because his favorite movie or romantic mm-hmm. movie, christmas movie christmas movie yeah that's what it is is love actually no
1: his is no, die hard no. right oh no his is ever's. love
0: actually hers, hers is, is die, die hard. hard and then they have that argument he goes die hard's not a christmas movie mm-hmm. which everybody always has is the is die, hard's die hard a christmas. christmas movie <laughs> i don't care um and so like you, they have like that argument and they start like growing this bond and it's like super cool to see it over like the course of the movie and like Jimmy O Yang, he is like this stellar stand up comedian. I don't know if you've ever seen any of his stand up comedy. I think I he is hilarious. I really I do like him in this movie though. And, and like he does a great job and like he isn't obviously like the be- like he's not like a great looking guy, but he's not bad looking by mm-hmm. any means, and like he's hilarious in this, and he's basically winning her over by being who he generally 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 is. Mm-hmm. Like he is this kind of like the guy she was talking to was him. It just didn't look like him. Yeah, and she starts to realize that over time that she was in love with him. But like the image more yeah. than him itself, and
1: <clears throat> like and there's this kind of like this yeah, whole her thing about come,
0: like or his brother comes in and like there's like that whole like family dynamic of fighting over like who's the better son type of thing because he's like trying to yeah. impress his parents. It kind of like, deals him. with some
1: like pretty deep stuff too because yeah. they have that whole conversation about how like he's like well this is who I really am like and you fell in love with me for me like, but like you would never have. Fall like, in love with like him. you would have never started the conversation if, if i if, if i just looked like he does looked like me like you wouldn't have like came up and so it kind of like talking. brings
0: up the, all of the issues of like do we really fall in love with looks versus yeah. personality kind of situation which is like that tv show love is blind love that show we watch all the time <laughs> trash tv but yes, it's so it good <laughs> um but like It's just so interesting and like over the course of the movie like you fall in love with both these characters and you're rooting for them to get together and but she's like fighting back against trying to get with him and I'm not gonna spoil the end or anything like that but like once you get to the end it's a pretty solid ending and I really enjoyed it and like what it brought to the table and the comedy was there I loved it the romantic side i i actually did enjoy that side of it because i thought it was cute and it wasn't like it wasn't forced cheesy or anything yeah. like that like it felt genuine and <clears throat> that's what i loved about it and they mixed that really well and they have that amazing cover of baby it's cold outside oh yeah where they like changed the lyrics yeah, to be like less the lyrics so it's less like creepy, creepy. <laughs> 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 and so i just love that and you can find that on youtube if you just want to watch. it was really clip, it was but. like
1: all over tiktok for a little while too it was super cool
0: but it's definitely one that it's a good watching during christmas kind of movie and i told my buddy christian about it who used to be on this show and i was like honestly you could probably wait till next christmas to watch it because it kind of feels better around christmas time I feel like honestly it does too. so uh, but yeah that's one that's on my like list of rom-coms that i could honestly watch again and still enjoy it no matter what so
1: well kind of in the opposite standpoint a super cheesy (laughs) (laughs) rom-com
0: i have one Um, that's like i had one that was like super cheesy that i chose not to say and it was she's all that and like basically jokes or no it's not that one what's the one with chris evans uh, I have, uh, not another teen movie. That's oh, okay. the one that basically is a rom com, but it jokes on rom coms, yeah. and I think it's hilarious. Well, the one that I'm that is
1: super cheesy that I swear Richard loves, but will not admit it.
0: Oh, I never <laughs> said I don't love it. I just it's, didn't want uh, to. To all the I
1: boys I only... loved before. Um, feel like We've this watched came out we watched all three because all like three every year they came out on valentine's day and yeah, like we would like go out down. to eat and like we would do like our valentine's day stuff and then we would come back home and be like oh well this movie just came out like let's watch it and then like after we watched the first one then the next year the second one came out and we we're like well we well, have you to watch the, watch the second one, one and then the but next then year the third one, one. came out and we we're like well now we
0: really have to watch all these but now they're done There's
1: no yeah more. they are super cheesy yes like very like stereotypical young adult the high school romance is but it's so cute Better than any of the other ones oh yeah I, I wasn't a fan of the second and the third but the first one is super cute but basically if you haven't heard of it she, this girl writes letters to every boy she's ever loved and keeps them in a in box. box in her room yeah. like it's just like a like a therapeutic type <laughs> Bang, thing kind of every boy she's
0: ever loved from like a time she was like because she eight never years like, old. thought she was like good enough to actually be with yeah. them so she just writes these letters to like express her feelings and then get rid of it. And then she's yeah. like, well, now I never have to talk about those again type yeah. of situation.
1: And then, I think it's her sister, right? That finds, sister. finds the letters and mails them out. Mm-hmm. And so then all of these boys get these letters that she's wrote about them where she's like professing her undying love for all of them. And she kind of walks through these steps of like all of these boys getting the letters and then approaching her and talking to her kind of going them. through it. But then there's the one that is like the most recent.
0: I think Jordan Fisher's in this movie. Hold on, let me... I think that's the
1: second one that he's in because he's the letter that gets lost.
0: Yes, that's, I think that's but what it is.
1: Then she kind of goes through the motions and uh, they fake dates this one guy. They have a whole contract and it's another one of those like we're gonna fake it till we make it kind of kind of things. But it, it is Lena super cute.
0: Condor and Noah Centineo. Yeah,
1: Noah Centineo is. I feel like this was like his Peter, rise right? to fame. Yeah. I feel like this was like his
0: yeah that was like the first big movie that he what was he in before this though i can't remember but i, I feel like he, this
1: was like the like Cause I it's what it i remember like him for his, is his most movie. recent
0: movie now is black adam which oh the rock really did something to that movie Go ahead. but
1: it's this movie is just super cute because uh it is very cheesy i can't though. remember her name what is her name? Laura. Laura Jean and she's just super dramatic and over the top like oh all teenage God, yes. girls and like she's like oh my gosh like laying on her floor and crying because her life is so I ruined I love her sister and, though she, yeah her, her sister's little so funny her
0: sister fun. like basically did everything that yes. was like the funniest <laughs> part of that movie
1: like she was like kind of Like it was her younger sister, but she was definitely more like mature emotionally and was just kind of like get yourself together, Laura Jean. Like
0: you're being ridiculous. And their mom like passed away, so they were just living with their dad. Mm -hmm. And
1: so like it's got like a lot of deeper meanings in it, but just like I know the second and third one.
0: Second and third one kind of dive into more of the like, I guess not really traumatic past, but like the death of like their mom and like kind of like how they've. Well, I feel like some of the the second and
1: third one kind of deal with more of like the harsh realities of high school romance. Like this Mm -hmm. might not actually last forever, and go to the
0: same school.
1: Yeah, like like some like serious. It kind of gave me high school musical vibes. I'm not gonna lie, but (laughs) it was cute. I liked it, and I'd watch it again. The second and third one maybe not, but the first one I'd definitely watch again.
0: No, no, I, I agree. I do like it. I would definitely watch the first one again. But yeah, agree. I'm I just shocked you're
1: admitting not. to it. Because when we first started watching these, you would have never admitted out yeah, loud you that you were watching it. Because I started talking about it and she was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And
0: mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Whatever. <laughs> you love these. <laughs> but uh, I would probably honestly watch the second one, but I don't know about the third one. I, I honestly like can't the- remember the third one very much, which kind of... It was definitely it wasn't them like, graduating and trying to decide the school that they were yeah. going to go to. I know this older sister comes back from Ireland or something. Yeah. She goes to visit Ireland or something. don't know. It's something like that. Like a whole. But they are based off books dynamic. that are
1: apparently super great. I've always, I wanted to read them, just haven't never <clears throat>
0: gotten around to it. No, I, I do enjoy. I do enjoy that movie. It's Definitely cheesy. It's super cheesy. It's not very
1: funny. Like, I think it's funny. It's like I think the
0: sister. Is it's the like funniest. childish funny. It's like very yeah.
1: family friendly.
0: Like oh, you could oh, definitely yeah. watch it with your kids Minor, and like. Mine, my, my options probably aren't very family. Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> Most of mine are family, especially forgetting Sarah Marshall. That one's definitely not family friendly. Um. For my next one, I have uh, another Netflix movie. Came out in 2019. <clears throat> so old. Older movie now. Uh, but it's Always Be My Maybe. And Ooh, it star... So funny. Oh my god, I love it. It stars Ali Wong, who... She's a stand-up comedian, isn't she? Mm-hmm. She's, is she the one that does the quick No, out of no, movies? no. That's
1: Angela Johnson. Okay.
0: Uh, that's who I thought it was. Yeah. But, uh, but it has her. She is hysterical. I, l- I would like to see her in more movies. I don't know if she's, she's in anything so that funny. I know about. But she is hilarious in this movie. She's in a
1: lot of movies, actually.
0: I, d- I just don't know any of them. Yeah. I'm going to have to look them up now and watch them. And it has Randall Park, who is Jim from The Office. And if you understand that reference, you are definitely, definitely peak, honestly. Uh, but she, he's also... Uh, who is he? He's in Marvel. Who He's like an agent. For shield, but he had I can't remember his name. I can't either. Is his name just Jimmy Wu? Yeah, in Marvel, I think so. I think you're right. I think I I don't remember, but he's in it. I love him. I think he is also he's so hysterical, like just very dry humor. Oh yes, for sure. Hold on, I'm trying to see what else he's been in. Uh, He's in a TV show, Blockbuster. He's in the interview. He plays. He plays, Freak, who is the leader of North Korea? But he plays the leader of North Korea in that movie, and I think it's hilarious. I think he's in The Office. Is he not in The Office? I'm thinking of somebody else. No, yeah, no, he's in The Office. Um, Gosh, he's in a lot of romantic comedy movies that I've loved. But he's in it. It has the Keanu Reeves in it, which is, Hysterical that he shows up in that movie. I thought and that was
1: he plays Keanu he, Reeves, He play, right? plays
0: Keanu Reeves. Yeah, um, but basically, it's these two childhood like sweethearts who had like this falling out like after high school or something like that, and they just didn't talk. It
1: wasn't to really each a other. falling out. It's like she moves on to be like a like a chef, or, right? And then um, he stays home. Like it's I just kind remember. of like they grew up. He wants really to be like, like a,
0: a singer, like a musician, or something. And, like, they, it's been, like, 15 years or something like that, and they finally reconnect. And, um, like, obviously, like, they don't really reconnect, I guess. They run into each other. Mm -hmm. And they kind of, like, talk and have these fun, exciting, like, they reminisce, I guess to say. And... But, like, they live in two completely different worlds. Because you have her, who's, like, this very high and wealthy and, like, well-known chef. And then you have Randall Park, who's, Who's, like, performing in
1: bars. Yes, he, like, just
0: sings whatever he wants, doesn't really care what he's doing. He's just making paycheck. He's living paycheck by paycheck kind of situation. And he just doesn't care. But he still kind of has this, like, love for her, even though there aren't two separate worlds. And, you know, they eventually, like, try to, like, rekindle some of that spark and that love. And, like, it's never, like, always really there. And I think the comedy in this is hysterical. The actors are amazing and it. Like, it's a shock that I felt like, because at the time it came out, I felt like I didn't really hear anything about it. Because I don't think we watched it until like late into 2019. I think it came out like early 2019, or not early. At least before the halfway point of 2019. I can't remember. I know that we like we were kind of late to. Yeah, we were late to the draw. On yeah, it, it it came out. Hold on, it came out in May. So. But we definitely didn't watch it in May. I don't remember watching it in May. I think it was, like, July that we finally ended up watching it. And I was shocked at the time that, like, nobody had talked about it. And I think, I mean, I've watched, here recently, there's been so many, like, Asian actors, like, in movies who have, like, done such an amazing job. They have a lot more more representation. And And I I love the movies that come out from, like, the Asian actors and, like, what they can do and, I'm just shocked that like we haven't like they never like
1: I haven't seen the movie but I feel like the like turning point for a lot of that was the crazy rich crazy rich Asians yeah that movie movie really really like I feel like that brought a lot of really great Asian actors to the forefront yeah
0: and well and not only that it allowed Asian actors like um I can't remember his name but he played short round in Indiana Jones he played as a child and never did acting again because he couldn't get any jobs They, they just weren't hiring Asian actors And then that movie came out and he saw it and he went, oh my God, they're, they are hiring Asian actors. And like, he came back and was in, um, everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once as like the husband in that movie. And he was phenomenal. I loved him in that movie. And I hope that they give him any role. Like he deserves it. I think he should be the new Indiana Jones. Like I love Harrison Ford to death, but. Man's like eighty years old. Man needs to quit being Indiana Jones at this point. <laughs> they should just let somebody else be Indiana Jones. I think they originally were going to do that, but then Harrison Ford's got a tight grip on Indiana Jones right now. I don't know what's going on because he's back again. There's a new Indiana Jones movie, and he's they're de aging him and everything, and that it's crazy. It's it's hysterical. I'm still going to watch it, but like, my God, but like this movie just kind of blew me out of the water cuz it was like really the first I mean I feel like most of the movies we've talked about have had at least an Asian actor in it so far and That's so cool. like <clears throat> I think all of them are amazing and I don't know what I don't really know what else to say but I do think if you haven't watched this movie it's hilarious so- and like Randall Park blows it out of the water. It's like one of his like bigger roles that he's really had, and even then, it's still not like a big movie. But like, yeah, I feel like good. more people should watch it and talk about it. It's than definitely what they do. a
1: true rom com. Like I feel like sometimes they get the label rom com. Yeah, and it's like there's like balance. one joke in it, and so like that makes it a comedy. But like, like it has an the amazing one I'm about to talk about next. But <laughs> yeah.
0: But like it has such like a good balance between like the romantic side of things and like because obviously you have Allie Wong, who's hilarious, who is funny, but she's the one that kind of holds down the rock of the romantic side, and like then you have Randall Park who's like the funny one at least at the beginning. Like but then you they have start that switching, but roles. then they start switching roles, and Randall Park becomes like they do such a great job of yeah. like obviously character development in this movie and it definitely doesn't get enough hype i know so good and then i'm pretty sure random park punches keanu reeves in the movie i'm pretty sure that was hysterical
1: like rating on this movie just out of curiosity uh
0: it's a 6.8 out of 10 i think it deserved a little bit more it says 85 percent of people like this movie on rotten tomatoes it's a 98 or an 89 percent which a lot of times i don't agree with rotten tomatoes but i agree with them on that one yeah (laughs) i think it's a good movie and I think if you haven't had a chance to watch it and you have Netflix and it's on your Netflix and wherever you live, I would give it a shot. Or if you can find it any other way, I guess do it. <laughs> but I think it deserves that like little bit of incentive that they get from movies. But it's hysterical. I loved what it did. And honestly, I'd watch many more movies with Ali Wong and randall oh, yeah. park because randall park is hysterical to me i loved him and everything that he's been he cracks me up constantly but agreed
1: all right so my last movie is definitely falling into that category where like is it really a comedy is it more romance you can decide but um it's the prince and me all right have you ever watched this movie I don't think so. It's so good. Like, it's definitely on the cheesier side, kind of bridging on, like, ha- Hallmark. We know what's going to happen, So <laughs> we're going to watch it anyway. Um, but it follows these two college students, so Paige and Eddie. And uh, Eddie is from Denmark, and that's about all we know for a little while. Paige is, like, small-town girl, lives on a farm, and then Eddie is from Denmark. And they kind of don't really like each other at first, but, like, it's not, like, a, a hatred. There's – Paige is just kind of, like, you're kind of stuck up and – I'm not about it, so, but then they eventually become friends, and then as their love for each other grows, she um, finds out that he is actually the prince, like, the crown prince of Denmark, and, oh. like, he's, like, hiding in America because he honestly watched <laughs> a bunch of videos <laughs> when he was in Denmark about college girls, and he thought that That'd all college girls did was get drunk and take their tops off, so that's why he went to college in America. And then as... Obviously, with he's he's with Paige, and she's kind of, like, this sweetheart, hometown girl. Like, he kind of changes his perspective. Um, And then it kind of goes back and forth because, like, they eventually get engaged. But then she realizes, like, no, I wanted to be a doctor. Like, there was things that I wanted to do for myself, so she breaks it off. And then it's kind of, like, this tussle between, like, self-development, doing what I want to do versus being with somebody that I love and it's big yeah. it, I feel like it doesn't get enough credit and honestly the ratings are kinda bad but <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> I watch it. Like I've never seen it's it. It's one before. of those that like is randomly on like TV a lot. And like if it's on, I'm like I have to watch it.
0: <laughs> it's kinda that's how forgetting Sarah Marshall is, especially because it's so old now. Yeah. Like it just yeah, shows up randomly out, on TV. I don't know when <clears throat> oh, two thousand four. Gotcha. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I don't know who's in it or anything. Um, I can't remember the girl's name. Julia Stiles.
0: That sounds familiar, but I think it's just she, yeah, because I think of Harry Styles when you say that last name. <laughs>
1: I can't remember what she's in.
0: I'm, I don't she think she's kind of
1: like a pretty popular actor or actress for a little while. She's mm-hmm. in the Mindy Project.
0: I don't like that show.
1: Um, she's in Silver Linings Playbook.
0: Is she the sister?
1: Yes, that's that's what I was thinking when I was like she, Richard would know her from somewhere. Yeah, she's the, the sister, sister in for Silver Jennifer Lines Lawrence. Lawrence's yeah.
0: Okay. Also, I looked yeah. up that movie and it's a romance drama, so it's not a like rom com. No, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, okay. I looked that up because I wanted to know yeah. if it was because that one's it was.
1: like funny but like not really funny. Yeah, it's, it's of more serious. It, like,
0: because <laughs> like eventually, and I mean obviously now we're kind of diving into this where, we're going off track. Trek. But, like... Because, like, not only does the son have, like, this mental illness issue... But, like, the dad the also The dad has. also has this one, but he doesn't want to, like, admit it because he lives I in this older... I think there's a trigger time. warning
1: before, the end of, before that movie if I'm...
0: Is it really? I really... I think so. And, like, I don't, don't mom, know. And, like, the mom, I'm pretty sure, also has... Yeah. I think yeah. she's more OCD than... The dad's definitely OCD. Yeah. Well... But, Yeah, no, about it. yeah. And then, like, Jennifer Lawrence's character has, like, this mental illness from so many things that have happened, and it's just crazy, like, everything in that movie, and I'm not gonna go off-tangent anymore, we're gonna line it back up, get back on the track, and talk about what we were talking about. Um, But, like I said at the beginning of this, I'm not, like, a huge fan of rom-coms, I do enjoy them from time to time, but. I think rom-coms are better than just straight romances. Yeah, I can agree to that. Because I'm not a huge fan of just like straight romantic like comedies but or feel romance like movies. I really
1: can't think of any romance movies that aren't rom coms. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I feel like everything. Well, what is? Tries to be is funny. it? Um, I mean, I guess that one, *Silver so Linings Playbook*, isn't technically a comedy, but.
0: Oh yeah, um, but like, well, I'm thinking of like, um, what's the Rich Gray? What's the Rich? guy whose last name was Gray. Oh, Fifty Shades of Gray. Fifty Shades of Gray. Like, that is yeah. considered a romantic guess, yeah. movie. It's not rom-com, though. I don't really enjoy that movie either, because I make fun of it the whole entire time I watch <laughs> that movie. It is the funniest movie to me to watch, I feel like it's like the adult I version roast. of Twilight,
1: where like... Well, it is. It I mean, is. it literally is. Like, it's literally a Twilight fanfiction, but like where like people, like, our age yeah. will watch Twilight and sit back, or I might be like stepping on toes, because some people really love... Twilight, like Die Hard, but like
0: Christian's gonna come at you through. We
1: sit back and watch it and laugh, even though it's not funny. Like,
0: oh, I laugh at Twilight and all make the time, fun too. of it,
1: and like that's why we get our enjoyment. I feel like older people can probably do the same thing with Fifty Shades. Like they can sit back and make fun. of it. Maybe they don't. Maybe they. I mean, it. I make fun of Fifty Shades. Of Grey. <laughs> but, like, I think it's I hilarious. Think it's
0: hilarious. <laughs> I can make fun of it all day because I just think it's so dramatic and sometimes, but. Uh, yeah, no, these, these are definitely ones that I can, like, sit back and re-watch. And, like, I probably wouldn't, like, watch them on repeat, like, every single month or anything. But, like, if I see it on TV as I'm, like, passing through, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of we're trying to, like, have it, just like, end like, like a into, chill into night. date night and yeah. when I watch a cute movie. Like, then we would probably watch one of these yeah. kind of situations. And, <clears throat> like, I don't think there's very many that I particularly love. But there's, there are ones that I enjoy. Because I don't love rom-coms, but I enjoy them for what they are. They give me good chuckles. If they can make me laugh, then I'm probably going to like it. But it's the romantic side that sometimes I'm you like. You have to have a good mix. Hey, like I feel like a, a lot, lot of times this. rom-coms are romance heavy. Oh, yes. And- That's why I love uh, Not Another Teen Movie. It's not really considered a rom-com. It's considered a comedy, but it's joking on the fact that yeah. roman- there's a lot of romantic comedies that like play way too heavy into the romance side, but they are considered rom-coms, but there's, like, not that much comedy in it. And so they kind of comedy-heavy that with, like, little bits of romance. It's basically the opposite side of She's All That. It literally is She's All That, but here's a funny version of it. And I enjoy it. I think it's hilarious to watch. It has Chris Evans in it, and he's butt-naked in one scene, and I love it. Oh, I'm sure people love (laughs) that. Um, Because it was before he was Human Torch. He was young still. He was lean. 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 Um, but if there's any romantic comedies that you guys like that we missed, make sure you email. I'm sure me. we did. Yeah, we probably did. Most likely. We only listed three each. We're so not home. rom-com people. No, we're not. Uh, <laughs> make sure you email me at outloudandawkward, or out loud awkward at gmail.com. Sorry, I don't know why I was talking like that. Uh, make sure you follow my socials to stay updated on what's going on and everything. And that is out loud, and that's an ampersand awkward uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure you check out the YouTube channel. I've been posting our, cha- our episodes up on there if you'd rather check them out on YouTube instead of on whatever podcast you're listening to. Uh, I don't think there's anything else. I'm probably missing something. Obviously, I'm doing bi weekly now instead of weekly stuff. Uh, hopefully, I can talk about more the last of us as hopefully that lines up so that i can talk Do about I to it to come back for that yeah one? you can come back for that cool <laughs> um i plan on doing some more star wars stuff there's some anime movies that are coming out don't worry you you I don't want to be you don't on have to come <laughs> on to it i'm gonna force christian to come on and talk about star wars i just he loves loves it no <laughs> probably colin honestly um the there's a lot of movies coming out that i really enjoy that i'm excited to see like uh the new Evil Dead movie, what?
1: Quantum Mania.
0: Oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> Quantum Mania is coming out two weeks. Is it really? I think so. It's in February. I can't remember exactly what day, but we may talk about that if I get a chance to. I don't know if we'll line up. I love up with Paul Rudd. Uploads. I know you do. <laughs> Paul Rudd and she's all that, or she's all that. And forgetting Sarah Marshall. I know you said is, that, and his, I'm like, wow, now I'm going to watch it. He's the surfer it. guy who says the. <laughs> you know I always say when life gives you lemons you say fuck the lemons and go do something I can't remember exactly <laughs> what it says now I'm gonna have to I watch it just hilarious. for part I'm, not, I'm not gonna I'll show you the clip after okay. I'll show you the clip after it's funny Even, I'm surprised you haven't seen it on TikTok or something I see it all the time um But, yeah, I hope you all did enjoy. If you did, make sure you subscribe, uh, download those episodes, leave a five star, or leave a one to five star review, whatever you want.
1: Preferably five.
0: No, preferably one star. Anything helps, honestly. It helps the (laughs) algorithm. It just will probably not send out to very many people if it's one star. Uh, But if you do enjoy it, just leave a a review on your podcast choice. And I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace out, everybody.